Where my man is? Would you like one of these? No, thank you. Right. Keeping it light tonight. Trying to get to to Tepche. All right, we are back with a another episode of the Bama Flesh Show. Okay, the Rebel is back for the third time. I know, and it's the third time. Thanks for gracing me with your presence. It's always a good time having you here. Thanks for having me. All those kind of things. And I'm going to take the back seat, and she's going to lead the way this time. (laughs) Why is it me? Because you have great topics, and you come up with a lot of good ideas. So. All righty. Well, I know usually you like to talk about the shit that we see on social media. So I kind of wanted to touch base on poor Chris Brown getting dragged, um, basically like all throughout February from, I guess, not being able to be a part of them, like honoring, you know, some of the great or celebrities that have passed. And I think they were maybe going to do something about, I forget who it was. I don't know if it was Michael Jackson. I don't know who it was, but you know, they wouldn't let Chris perform. Um, even for stuff he could have been nominated for or just anything. Basically won't let him participate. So we had to deal with that. And I know there was a few people who tried to stand up and advocate for him, but the Grammys still were like it was a hard no. Then we had old girl from 3LW, I guess the one dragging him. Um, that one that they're always making fun of that has the lips. You know the... 3LW, I don't even know what the fuck she's that is. She's light-skinned. You know the girl that they're always like... I'm getting tired of your broken promises, promises. You know, when they make fun of her. You've seen her. She's light-skinned. She has a gap. It's up. a little bit larger than mine. But, yeah. Jesus. Anyway, yeah, that's intense. Um, yeah. But she um, basically, like, she's the light-skinned one. Not Adrian. Not Adrian, the cute one. She's the other light-skinned one. Kylie? Yeah, there's her name. Whatever her name is. See, I don't even know Shorty's name. But, yeah, she made some mm-hmm. rude comment, I guess, about the girl. Um, is it Chloe? Chloe, the one with the dreads. That's an R&B singer, and she has a sister, Hallie. Oh, yep, yep, yeah. Yep, the, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Chloe and Chris Brown had a new single that everybody's like, I guess it's buzzing mm-hmm. or whatever. And she just decided to say something negative, like, basically... She's so surprised that Chloe would want to work with someone that has a history of, you know, domestic violence. So he dragged her back on yeah, social he media. Yeah, he fucking Yes, did. he definitely he dragged her for filth. Um, and I kind of don't blame him, you know, because he's just sitting over there minding his damn business. Like, that man has not been in any trouble. Um... I ever don't know. Ever since that shit happened. Yeah, ever since that happened. That's yeah. really the only thing. Okay, and then I remember he did the documentary, and he admitted he had to go to rehab, I think, for, like, doing coke and popping pills. Who gives a shit? There's so many other people who have done that, but aside from that, yeah, yeah he's been chilling. I would say he has good energy. You know, he be in dad mode sometimes. I don't follow him on social media, but, you know, you just see the things I have been seeing about him lately have been in a positive light, with the exception of this. So I guess I just want to know, like, what's your viewpoint? Do you really feel like people should just not bring that up anymore? Like, there should be an expiration date? Or do you feel like once you've gone down that road that you're just this monster or it attests to your character just because you did that in that instance? I think um, I think folks are, when you're a celebrity, I think 
the public is just kind of entitled to having that type of opinion when you sign up to be a celebrity. They just you just open yourself up to these type of things. Um, but I think um, I, I think people should kind of be past it by now. But Correct. if they're not, then there's probably things that they need to work on within themselves. Mm. Rihanna seems to be Couldn't past agree it. More. I was just getting ready to say that. I think she it's interesting that it. didn't they like they didn't work together, but weren't they like? Um, they dated briefly after the incident, and then okay. it didn't last because people just kind of made her feel guilty for it. Yeah, yeah, it was very short, short. But I, I think I remember seeing them like out in like red carpet things together after that or like sitting next to each other at awards or something and that was a yes, big thing too. they definitely can coexist yeah, yeah and have been at certain things or um people I think made that he's, a thing. he's congratulated her publicly i think yeah. before yeah it, it's not a thing for her but it's a thing for everyone else that's just kind of crazy to me yeah you know, i feel like she seems to be like she's in a great place but then as i was mentioning to you off air i'm always a fair person and I feel like, why is it that he has to be convicted like a million and one times for something he did like 15 years ago? And then, there 15, yep. yeah, the ASAP Rocky, who she's with now, you never hear about it. And it was funny because my damn grandmother is the one who told me. Yeah. Like, yeah, about ASAP Rocky. And then I thought she didn't know what she was talking about. And I Googled it because the first thing she said after the Super Bowl show and she was pregnant again, and my grandma was like, oh, why the hell Rihanna want to go and have a baby by that Rocky boy when she know he going, going to jail for shooting somebody? So I was thinking, Nana, you're like saying false news right now. Then I really Googled it, and it's really a thing. Um, he ain't going I, to jail. He ain't I guess a celebrity. It was, it was just a former member of... ASAP mob, I guess. I yeah, don't know. Ain't going, ain't going nobody's Probably not, because it seems like they've been dragging the trial out when I was reading a few articles about it, just so that I wasn't misspeaking. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's interesting that nobody ever mentions that. I think um I think what people are really mad at is the whole Chris Brown doesn't like dark skinned women thing. I think that was a thing, right? Recently I heard that that he um didn't allow some darker skinned women to be I don't know if it was in his section or something like that. Oh, do you know anything about? You hear about that? I did hear about was it. Was it a section there, or his show? Um, it was supposedly a section, but what I heard was that the promoter actually was the one who controlled who he wanted to be in the section, and it wasn't Chris Brown's choice. So, and then also, and that his baby mother was supposedly present too. So, why would you be kind of? Making a selection of like who you want there if you already have brought sand to the beach. So I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I never even heard that part. But now, yeah. another thing is now, now this, this, this thing with this society where men aren't allowed to not like a certain type of women. If you, if you verbalize that or express that in any way, shape, or form, you're a bad guy. But women cannot like broke niggas and they cannot like short niggas, right? And they cannot like niggas that are bald. But if he happens to not like a certain complexion, what if he just happens to be attracted to lighter skinned women? That's his preference. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I guess I guess um, within black culture or the black community, you know, people call that, I guess, colorism. And I guess to a certain degree, I could be a colorist. I'll tell you straight up. I don't I don't. I don't like light skinned men. I just I don't find them to be. Nobody's going to crucify you for that. But the thing is, is oh, you shouldn't say stuff like that. 
my brother's light skinned. I think he is. He's he's a very handsome young man. I could see why uh, women are attracted to my baby brother, but I'm not interested. Shouts to bro. In, yeah, I'm not interested. Um, here on light skinned men of any sort. I say people all, tell people all the time. I like dark skinned men. I do. I like the chocolate brothers, but I think it's about the delivery. You see how I just said it? Yeah. I don't think that I said anything wrong. I didn't demean or degrade light skinned men. He just got a target on his back or some for some. Yeah, reason. I don't know why they bother him. On Chris Breezy's back. They're yeah, like all right, if he doesn't. If he's not attracted to a darker-skinned woman, hey, that's the man's preference. He's allowed to have a preference. I'm sure he wasn't like, get those black bitches out of here. I'm sure he didn't say it like that. He, right, I, I you know doubt what I'm it. Even if he was thinking something like that, he's Chris Brown. He's not going to be caught on tape saying something as ridiculous as that. So He can like whoever he likes. All of the women that he has children with are fair-skinned. Um, all the women he's ever been dated or tied to an industry are. That's clearly his preference. It is what it is. That's not that goddamn light. That light. No, she's not. She's still on the, on the lighter she, side. Really, you think so? I, I think so. Well, I guess she's kind. Of, oh yeah, well, see, I'm getting myself caught up right now. Maybe she could be slightly like my complexion a little bit. But see, I've had people call me light skin, and I've been offended by that because I don't think that's fair. You're definitely not light skin. Thank you very much. Definitely Glad we're in agreement. But it's usually been someone that's a darker that that will say that, and I don't think that's fair. I'm okay. not. Uh, yeah, Rihanna is a little. Yeah, she's light. I think she's she not is. light skin. But she's on the lighter side. Yeah, she's like um, she's literally almost like there. She is. I think so. But then sometimes it's it, makeup and color, the hair. We who knows what our true complexion is too. But in that, if we were gonna. I think a time where she doesn't have any makeup on, like in that mug shot from the assault. It's not a mug shot. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that shot. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Sorry. Correction. The Yeah, the victim shot. She looks very light there. Except for that eye. You know, see, well, at least that cleaned up my mistake that I made on air. Would you <laughs> say, why are you like this? <laughs> oh gosh yes I mean there's some shit gonna go down in the Lamborghini when all the millions in there there's some shit gonna go down I heard the girl attacked him first yes and threw the keys to the Lambo out in the field or grass really? somewhere yes yeah, I heard she attacked him you know and I'm not saying you know him, it was alright for him to go ape shit on her but um you know mom did say if somebody hit you what you about to do you're supposed to hit him back. All right. Well, you know, he, he blacked out. He went over the he went over the top with it. Um, I feel like he's paid his debt to society. Agreed. Um, but I also feel like since he's a celebrity, when you enter into that celebrity um lifestyle, that world, that realm, that um, you know, you open yourself up to, you know, people's opinions. Um, I feel like he's just gotta tune it out. You you Chris Breezy. But it's just weird because and then people got mad at him for, like, going down the list of people who have abused women and how no one talks about it anymore. And he kind of has a point. Like, really? Floyd Mayweather's been known to have beat up his baby mother's... He went to jail for it. Who? He, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I know, but he no one talks No one talks about it and keeps mentioning it over and over and again. Like they Can you Brown. imagine Floyd, when he punched her in her shit, how it felt? She's no Pacquiao, so she wasn't ducking that shit. 
I don't even want to think about that at all. Him putting <laughs> his hands. <laughs> yeah. That is a terrible She's sight. No no you. So she, know, she took the whole <laughs> boxer, like, you yeah. know? So, right, but still people don't mention it. Floyd can do an interview when he's doing his, you think anybody's going to be at one of his fights yelling, yeah, woman beater. No, it's totally erased. There's right. not going to be no protesters outside saying stuff about him, but yeah, poor Chris. Wait, they protest at I Chris Brown shows? No, meaning oh. they haven't, but I was saying like there won't be those drastic people or on social media dragging Kim. Yeah, I, I, and, and you know, people just going to have some shit to say, man. They're going to have shit to say. They're just going to have shit to say because God gave them a mouth. And um, for some reason, Chris Brown just has the target on his fucking back. I don't know why he's not even now. that bad of a kid, in my he opinion. He made it he cool just be chilling. to jump through a car. Like, if people forgetting Chris Brown's dopeness in this world, like... That's a very I, talented I man. feel like he's done way more good than bad for the Agreed. music industry and, and, and for the culture. Agreed. As a whole. Very talented. He's done way more good than bad. You know what I'm saying? He has, all right, in his defense, he has one blemish on his in, on, on his on his on his on his jacket. Yeah, and I think wasn't he, he only blemish. like eighteen when he did that? Yeah, he's about eighteen years old. Yeah, like seriously. Because I think me and Chris Brown are the same age. He was about eighteen years old. That happened in like oh eight, oh nine. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. So um it's been thirteen years. Maybe yeah, fourteen years. Um, you know, I think it's time for people to move on. But right. if they don't want to, then um, hey, you know, live in the past and shit. Um, I'm sure some of y'all got some girlfriends that's been beat up by niggas they're still with right now, this minute, this second. Right. So you know, um, probably turn some of that energy inward and, and help your girl, your home girl out. Because Agreed. It's it's a lot of that shit going on, and um, and um, you know. Some of it, um, I'm I'm not gonna say. Some of it is just like. It's, you know what? I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say because, um. For uh, legal reasons, I'm not gonna say that. Okay, cool. I'm gonna let that. I, I'm gonna let that thought go. Okay, wild well, transition us into the next, I guess, popular topic. Um, which was Quavo not letting Offset be a part of Takeoff's tribute for the Grammy performance. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of people that just like, you're dead wrong. Mm. That's still family. At the end of the day, he's part of the legacy too. Mm-mm. You know, and for Get you your own to, fucking tribute, nigga. Well, uh, c- clearly that was the type of time that Quavo was on. Yeah, and then you heard like the audio from them like in the back. And then what was very interesting is, Cardi yelling, just saying that both of them were wrong. And I'm just like, we just got to charge this one to the game. It's going to be just like I will never know why Solange was swinging on Jay-Z in the elevator or whatever that incident. He's, he's such a yeah, gentleman. Yeah, well, we will never, to we'll never know why that he's transpired. And we're never going to know why Quavo hates Offset's guts and he's done with them. We're never, we're never going to know. Jay-Z probably was just too nonchalant. She probably was tripping on something. He's just like, I know we're never gonna mad know. cool. He's never swerving. Did she did she get any punches in on him? I don't know. Cause the for, for she's feisty for a little small little thing. Oh, Solange. Yeah, cause there was a bodyguard in there too, right? Yeah, big she, twenty she foot was tall wilding. nigga. Yeah, she was. He couldn't even contain her. Yeah. Jay Z's <laughs> trying to hide behind big boy and you know all this shit and 
Yeah, but back to takeoff and Quavo. I think and Quavo didn't want to do the um tribute with uh what's the other guy's name? Offset. Again? Offset. Mm-hmm. If he didn't want to do it with Offset, um, there's reasoning behind that. You got to figure these guys came from nothing together. Right. So for him to be that hard up about... He did something. I I keep telling everyone he did something. Yeah. And you can't dismiss or tell somebody else how, how to feel. And I guess that's where I wanted to get your perspective on it. Like, everyone throws that word out there, family. Like, but it's like, so... Are we really supposed to just be like, oh, I forgive you, like, because you family? I don't know. I kind of don't believe that. Nah. I'm not with that. Mm-mm. I don't agree with it. Nah, I'm not with that shit either. You know, um, I feel like um, I feel like we got to hold our family members sometime at a higher mm. expectation than people outside of the family. Because you, you my family. You're not supposed to cross me. Agreed. You're not supposed to do certain things. I, that's supposed to, if it's going to come from somewhere, it should come from the outside. And when somebody on your inner circle does some shit, you got to reevaluate everything. You got to get that motherfucker from around you. Because what they say, it's always your friends and the people that's closest to you that can bring you the most harm. Right. Uh, outside motherfucker don't know where don't know where K live. Right. Outside motherfucker can't get the drop on you. You know what I'm saying? It got to be somebody close. So when when you have family around or real close friends that you view as family. And it, it could be one little thing. Sometimes you got to snip, snip, cut that shit off right then and there because right. that, that's that's only going to be the beginning of the slights. And then the slights are just going to just gonna get worse and worse and worse. Right. So, yeah, that's how I view it. Um, offsets all set. Get your own tribute. Do your own tribute. Yeah, he's going to need to at this point. Cause, uh, Throw a tribute concert if you feel so bad. You know? Yeah, that too. Like, um... Well, he can make a song too. I mean... He's got 24 hours in a day. I'm sure he's sure he got, he's got more than enough crib, money. Right? For, right, I was just getting ready to say that. Yeah, like get to it. Or find your own way to do something in, in, in his name if you want to continue his legacy. Okay. Um, I think two episodes ago when I was here, I know we talked about snitching. We don't run this topic down to the ground. But um, since the new, I guess, T.I. is a snitch because he... Blamed illegal activity on a deceased family member, and Boosie went on Vlad and basically called him a snitch because he did that. Mm-hmm. But T.I. responded and said he doesn't respect it because you have been in my face, and if you felt that way since I released that podcast episode, you know, releasing that information, then you should have had a conversation with me before you did an interview. So what's your take on that? Wait, T.I. said that they been around each other after? Correct. If you, oh. He wrote this long post basically yeah. saying, like, you were sitting in my face, and I'm thinking we're all good. So I perceived that. That doesn't mean it's factual, that mm, that's what that he meant. But then the clearly, if he's saying that the album they're working on is not being put out, y'all probably would have to. I mean, you don't really have to be in anybody's face, I guess, to make an album these days. I've heard you gotta it. be in communication. But in communication still. Right, and be cordial. You're still yeah, you communicating. So it's true. If you have had a conversation with him about anything music-related and you felt that way after watching his podcast episode, you know, um, some people feel like Boosie, for Boosie to be like this person that has the street cred or he's so real that, 
it was corny of him to address it on air without bringing it directly to T.I. And then there's some people that feel like T.I. should have just kept that one to himself. He shouldn't have said that on the podcast. Um, if you wanted to express a story or a situation that he'd been through in his life, I feel like um, that's his prerogative. I agree. But I you mean, open, but you open yourself up to these type of things. Correct. Um, you know, like you know, if you get on the internet and tell your personal business, like he did, um, yeah, you open yourself up to the world and everybody's opinion. But Ti being a whole a snitch, I, I wouldn't say he's a snitch off of that. Um, I've seen uh, a Crime Stoppers thing with Ti on it. Ti did a Crime Stoppers video. Mm. Um. I don't think that's snitching either. You know, snitching is when you tell on somebody, you and somebody go do something together and you tell on them. Gotcha. That's snitching. You know, um, his his cousin passed away, and if that was the way to beat the case, were they going to go dig the dead body up and put the dead body in the fucking Georgia State Prison? From a logical standpoint, I, I can agree with you. We talked about this off air. You played devil's advocate with me, and so then I was like, yeah. I don't Listen, know. I told Haz, if we do some shit and I die, tell him it was me by myself. You better. Yeah, yeah. You can't do nothing in now, jail. You had you had a lot of supporting arguments. I, you can't I, do nothing in jail. You're right. I mean, I don't care. I told you I'm so over the black community. All my niggas. Talk, it's over. All my niggas. I'm telling y'all right now. If I fucking die, blame everything on me. I did all that shit. No rape charges. I don't know what kind of freaky shit you niggas into. But <laughs> anything else, I did it, man. I did it. Dead ass, I did it. Put everything on me. I don't know, but I feel like the the, uh, the only thing I am annoyed with, with T.I. is the overcompensating. Showing up to events that he thinks Boosie might be at and at and him and walking around with the papers or transcripts and it's like, sir, you're you're doing the most right now. I don't now. think Ti want that problem with Boosie. Yeah, and then Boosie I, won't respond. I think he wants his friend back. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah, yeah. I think, I he think wants they're his gonna make back. up. I don't think it's. I don't gonna think be, so. You don't think so? Nah. Boosie's, well, I mean, Boosie's I mean, like, be people. cordial. Just at nah. least, no. You don't think Boosie's nah. ever gonna say anything? Nah, to him? I don't think Boosie's gonna fuck with him. Boosie. The way how hard up Boosie is about snitching, if he called him a snitch and he really believes he's a snitch, he can't he can't be cool with him because then I'll question like Boosie's um Yeah, and then I'll question <sighs> Boosie's um his word. I'd have to question how he's moving because how yeah, hard he's going on Yeah, cuz when you say some shit Gunna, like that, you have to stand on it. Yeah, I mean uh, um, yeah. If, if if even if he lets TI convince him like that it ain't that he didn't really snitch then I'm like, yeah, Boosie, you know, you're not really standing on the shit you that shit you talking about because he was going hard. He went hard, and when Boosie talks, he gets like loud and uh, starts seeing yeah. the veins popping out his yeah, neck and shit. So he be dead black serious. So yeah, Boosie is, is, is it is what it is. Boosie, if you, Boosie feel like the nigga snitched, and mm-hmm. boom, it is what it is. Ti walking around with the papers on, um, bro. You don't got nothing to prove to nobody. You don't got no, nothing to prove to nobody. I don't think so either. I think you it's extra. To it's to not nobody. right. It is what it is. Like they're gonna say, man. I'm happy as long as they talking about me. He should. 
These are celebrities. I don't see why they're bothered. Like when when they talk, like that's what that's one thing they're gonna do. They're gonna talk, and and the more they talk about you, the better it is. Uh, no matter what they're saying, good or bad, they could be saying fucked up shit. It don't really matter. Once motherfuckers is chatting, your name's in the mix. That's good enough. Mm-hmm. So, um, Boosie, he just. He's not very articulate. So sometimes when he says things, it comes off real, real, real brash. And ignorant. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, um, oof, to the 10th power. Yeah. Like, you seen the interview when he said um, he was on Vlad again. I don't know what him. Such yeah, such what him. is. Well, yeah, well, he's like, I'm, it's like, is he trolling at this point? But him and Vlad, right? He's always on Vlad. Um. No, I feel like, why does Vlad just keep wanting to make him a returning guest? Like, well, I guess, well, I won't call it trolling. the co-host of some shit. I don't yeah, at know. this point, because it's like, okay, this is way too many episodes together. And it's and then when he promotes those episodes, he always releases the controversial clips. I mean, I know that's marketing. It's I clickbait. get it. Yeah, clickbait. Yeah, but I'm just like, okay, I'm kind of tired of hearing Boosie. I need to get better at that. <laughs> No, I'm like, I need to get better at, like, picking out the, you know, the little, that one or two spicy parts. Cause I, I might have a dry-ass interview, but it might be five minutes of the interview where the shit's crazy, and we just, gotcha. you know what I'm saying, clicking, and it's just going. So, yeah, I, I need to do a better job at that, but Bruce, um, Vlad is definitely like that. Vlad has even, I've fucking watched numerous Vlad videos, and... The way he takes the clip, he makes it seem like something else was going on, and it didn't even happen. Like, he'll put on the fucking clip, bam, goes off on K the Rebel. But the whole time, we was having a good time. We never argued. I didn't go off on you that way. You said something, and I just started going in, and it was a funny-ass joke. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he does he he, his, he does a good job at, at picking out those um those little pieces. Well... I guess that's his job. That's what he's good at. And he's got a huge following and people turn in, I mean, tune in clearly. So who am I to hate on him and whatever approach he does to, I mean, is that like just having like a show or is that a form of visual podcasting? What is this guy? Um, really quick and we can wrap he's this doing, up. Um, he's doing interviews. Just doing interviews. Yeah, he's doing kinda. interviews. So he's a, um, he's a journalist. Basically like, okay, He's a journalist gotcha. that covers the rap industry. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, I think when we were here last, we were kind of talking about, like, why people sometimes are the way they are and, like, their love languages. So I guess today we have, like, a different spin on it. Yeah, we Maybe, do. like, how people react to certain things mm-hmm. and when they feel triggered. And we were going to talk about our triggers. Not just ours, but shout out to everybody if you responded to a text or... I know um, people who follow you who DM'd you back or on social media that gave us their input. That was dope as fuck. We appreciate y'all. Because um, we definitely didn't want it just to be on. about our triggers. It wouldn't make for a great a great, ep- a great episode. We wanted to care everybody's triggers. This one girl, shouts to my friend, she got like 10 triggers. Yeah, someone texted me back. like 10 of them too. I got to DM her back. Like, yo, you've been through a lot. Yes. Um... I kind of, like, broke minds when I was, like, really thinking about it. Cause, you know, I don't want to just get on here just talking just to be talking. But I kind of broke minds up into, like, categories. I feel like I have 
like just personal internal triggers. And then I do have ones that are related to relationships. But I think when we say triggers, a lot of people just automatically think it's because of our relationships, like romantic ones. Mm -hmm. But you can have some individual like internal ones. And I know for me, I have two that are just internal ones. It doesn't really have to do with relationships. And um, one of the two is um, people who go online and control a narrative and just, like, call themselves going in or thinking they're, like, exposing somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a trigger for me. Um, Mm. I've had that done to me one time. I sat and I let these two individuals rock for like a whole month. And then I had to have my moment where I fired back and, you know, had to like drop receipts. And I hated that day. I really hated it, but it was like, you can't just sit there and let people assassinate your character. And and when you're seeing like how far they're going with the narrative. So yeah, I had to go online and, just clear everybody and empty the whole fucking clip. And I hated that I had to do that. I just, I did. (laughs) I mean, and lots of receipts. So basically went live, said what I needed to say verbally and posted receipts literally to my story. To mm. let people know, you go watch this. Okay. After that, I would say that those You know you could two, put the screen grabs on your live. Look, though. I didn't know how to do all that. When I tell you that that day that I went live, you could tell that I had it. I went live in the middle of me working remote. So that's when you know I got mad that I lost self-control, that I was going to let motherfuckers fuck with my bag. I had conditioner in my hair and a cap on. And a t-shirt, and I didn't even have a fucking bra on. But is I was pissed. Is, is that I removed it. I, okay. I, I still have footage of if it in my video. If anybody has the video, <laughs> send me that video. I do have it. Before I deleted it, I saved it. Yes. Got to. Yes. But um, I deleted it off, of course, um, my, my main page. And then the memories come around um, sometime, once a year since that happened because it's been like three years. But I would never repost those memories. But I had to do it. And then when I see other people doing that, like, I can't watch. Like, when other people like stuff that like that and live for it, like, oh, yeah, like, oh, this one's getting dragged or they're doing that. No, that's a trigger for me. I I can't because to me it's just it's the epitome of cowardice. Um, it's lame as fuck, especially when you lying on somebody's name and creating a narrative. Mm-hmm. Now, if you dragging somebody with facts, by all means, go off. But if you're creating false narratives and lying, and I don't even like really using that word cap and whatever, that's that's it's a cap. trigger for me. You're making yes, you're making things up on people. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Or giving your version of the story that's. Far from the truth, yeah, it's it's a trigger for me when I see stuff like that. So if something like that is online, I keep scrolling because I'll get mad and they'll bring me back. I'll flash back to that day like, yeah, those motherfuckers tried to come for me. Yeah, that's how, how I really I really feel in that moment. So um, I guess my other, my second general trigger, that's an internal thing. Um, when people trash single mothers and make stereotypes and assumptions about them, I get really pissed off. I do. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Even if it's not said to me, it could just be, you know, men in the podcast community that be talking junk about women. If I see a clip like that or just people in comments, yo, I just get annoyed. Like, because I feel like I think Erica Badu actually 
um, was speaking with Charlemagne, and there was a clip. She went on the, I don't know, wait, is there a breakfast club anymore? Let me not say this wrong. I forget what it is now. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I know Angelie's gone, and I don't really keep up with them. But lo and behold, the clip is just between Charlemagne and Erica Badu, and he really brought that up, like that she has three kids and three baby dads, and you know how she's never been married. And her response was so respectful and with such grace. She did take a step back where I could tell she maybe was initially offended. Mm-hmm. But um, she just said to him, like, nobody asks to be a single mother. Nobody dates a man, falls in love, and be like, you know what? I'm going to have your baby, and I'm going to take care of it all by myself. <laughs> you know, like, nobody. Yeah, mm-hmm. she said, I'm, and that's just me paraphrasing. That's, that's me paraphrasing. And she said, um, there were three times in my life that I was madly in love. A baby came out of three of those times. And regardless of me not being married, all three of those men, I love and I respect. They're great fathers. Um, she said some other positive stuff and he really didn't have a comeback. And I was like, thank you. Like, I'm glad that she said it, but somebody like me, I wouldn't have been able to control my emotions because it would have been a trigger for me because mm. I would have been like, you don't know people's stories, like, at all. You know, I was a single mother for, like, a decade. Okay, I got married, and now I'm divorced, and I'm a single mother again. So, of course, I have two children with two different men. So if they just hear that and that I'm a single mother, I automatically get thrown into, like, a box. and You don't even know my story, and I just feel like, I didn't ask for that. I didn't ask for it when I had my daughter. I didn't tell him to go off and do what he does. I've never been the type of person to say, oh, you can't see your child or whatever. I've never been that type of person. That's a choice that you've made, So you know? So, again, that's why that's, that's like a trigger for me because you're making an assumption like how you dissing me for showing up every day doing what I got to do, but there is not we're not going to talk about the people who choose not to show up. So that's why I get a little triggered because I feel like that title just has a negative connotation to it. And I think, mm-hmm. um, I think being a, a single mother has kind of taught me to be a warrior. Like I have no choice but to do everything that I'm doing. Um, my purpose is heightened because I have two people um, that count on me. Um, I mean, that's my perspective. Somebody could say that sounds stupid or you shouldn't be doing it by yourself. Yeah, but that's that's just not what it is. And that's a whole other conversation for another day if we're going to talk about this whole the black family and the two-parent household. We are so fucking far from that. Miss me with that. Ain't no fucking marriages so, happening these days. So I don't want to hear it. It is what it is. Real quick, I want to digress about Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to get off the trigger, the trigger topic. But... I recently heard some nasty rumors about Charlemagne mm. that he was messing with some little girls. I was trying to do some research on it, trying to see if I could find some little other little sources to see how true it is. But Charlemagne might be done here. Number two, um, he also says things to trigger people. I think he lived, he, he's living for another uh, baby moment where baby goes off on him and Walks out the studio and all. He's. I think he's wanting another moment like that. It's been many years. He needs another moment like that. Right. Um, Charlemagne. Um. Charlemagne. Like, he give me house nigga vibes sometimes. You know, he really he's does. He's just distasteful he really does. in general. But um, 
I'm I'm gonna keep looking up on the Charlemagne shit. I'm gonna talk more about it, maybe another episode. But back to the triggers. One of my triggers, um, I want to call it a, so, a social media trigger, is the I hate to have to do this Facebook post. Once somebody starts a post like that, I'm instantly aggravated. Like, girl, you know that whatever person that did that service for you probably tried their best to fucking appease you, and here you are. I hate to have to do this, but don't go to X, Y, Z to get your lace front. Da, 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 da. That shit aggravates the fuck out of me. Um, this other young lady that I know, um, I seen her do it to somebody that was, um, um, fuck it. Cause you know, I don't give a fuck. You, you probably don't watch my shit anyway. I'm a, I was going to sugarcoat who it was and not point it out. But nah, somebody made a logo for her and she was just so unhappy with it. And she was posting the screenshots and I'm like, She's mad fucking rude because she's paying him for a service. She was just being mad fucking rude. Like he, he said, Oh, in my opinion, she was like, did I ask you for your opinion? I'm not paying you for an opinion. I'm like, yo, that's mad fucking rude. I would have told her to kick her fucking rocks up, kick rocks up the street and get the fuck on. Cause that's the kind of nigga I am. Like you're not about to talk to me crazy so I can make a few dollars. No. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and then put this whole post up, like, oh, don't go there. I don't know if there's more to it. I hope there is that she didn't post why she was feeling like that. But I'm just like, and I know her in real life. I'm like, you're not like this in real life. Mm. I'm like, you're a nice-ass person when I'm around you in real life. So I, I felt like it triggered me because it felt like she was doing that just because she paid him for a service. So it was as if because he was working for her more or less that she was that he was beneath her you know what i'm saying and i've been around her plenty of oh, times so it was the tone yeah the it was just like real demeaning gotcha. and the, the delivery the tone and delivery mm. he said no i was just suggesting so she was like i'm not paying you for suggestions or i'm not paying you for opinion something to that effect i'm like yo that's crazy granted i know you're not but me personally from somebody that gets a lot of artwork and videos made and different things made. I know for a fact the person that makes the video suggests things to you all the time. Because I'm somebody that sometimes I'll be like, I can describe something to you. And since you're the artist, you have the artistic mind, you'll come up with something dope. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you'll shoot it to me. I'm like, yeah, I like that. But, you know, change this or da, 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 da. So I know typically people give you ideas. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. So that's triggering for me when people get on social media with the, I hate to have to do this post and, you know, and dragging people's businesses and, and, mm -hmm. and, and you know, different things like that. But, you know, y'all will go to, y'all will go to these high-end restaurants or these expensive stores and not get the best experience. You don't get on social media and say, oh, I went to Gucci and they had me standing there for 20 minutes and didn't pay me any attention. Y'all don't do shit like that. So that's a trigger for me. But, um, I want to, I want us to jump into the, um, the relationship trigger. The relationship trigger. The spicy shit. <laughs> you know, um, somebody sent me, somebody sent me um, one of her triggers. She said insecurity, and I can relate. I had a, a, a gentleman um, respond to me and said that, yeah, yeah. someone being insecure, um, someone that's constantly comparing a relationship like, or comparing themselves to, like, your ex. Oh, maybe you did this with her, or you did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of those 
And then he also said, um, or always showing him other couples on social media, like, you know, if their dude may do something so romantic for them, you know, them reels. Yeah. Yeah. And they looking like it's just heaven on earth or whatever. Right, right, right. And then, right, you know right. what I mean? You should do stuff like this. Like, fuck mm-hmm. out of here. It's basically what the gentleman <laughs> was saying to me. He's like, that's a trigger for me. Like, like we're doing us. This is our relationship. Why are we talking about the past one? And I don't give a fuck about these people on social media. Trying to live follow. to other people's standard. Yeah, basically. Like, that yeah, could be that's rich. a trigger for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, like yeah, that. So, I definitely see where where uh, where he's where where your um boy was coming from, and um I understand where my homegirl's coming from with the insecurities because um I don't got time for that, and I, I just don't got time to be um you know making you feel secure every day, bro. This I'm this not this not I'm not a security guard, you know. I'm not armed security. I don't know what you want. I don't know like. You know, um, if it's the shit you need to get over, get over it, and then come spin a block. Like, yeah, we're not about to, every day I'm having to prove this and that. Nah, I don't got time for that. I be busy. Like, I don't got time to be trying to, nah, we, we know what we're trying to do here. And we both like each other, and we try to make something happen, and we click, and let's make it happen. But we're not about to fucking, we're not doing that. We're not definitely not doing that. Um, I had a female um, t- tell me that a trigger for her is a runner, meaning like if there's conflict and no, 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 he's a track star. He would, yeah, he just wants to get up and walk away or yo, I'm out or something like that. You know, every time there's conflict, like that's a trigger for her. See, so he, he's trying to be he is trying to be out like. Meaning you're not willing from, to talk through the through the issues. So, yes, the relationship or just away from the situation. Both. Both. Okay. Both. Okay. Or sometimes you got to just cut a bit off, though. Um, But then you also have to understand that sometimes that trigger could also be by somebody that struggles with abandonment issues. Just She could be people. problematic as fuck. Maybe that's why she's getting pulled off on all the time. Um, I don't know. Do you think your friend is problematic? Be honest. What? This isn't a friend. This was actually a, f- a family member. I said female. I didn't say oh, the relationship. Oh, okay. oh okay. do I think that they're that they're problematic? Problematic, yeah. Think about it. See, I don't really I can't really attest to that. Okay. And I'm gonna only tell you why is because sometimes I only know the bad version of the relationship. As as far as I'm concerned, it's all good. And then when it goes bad, I never have any context. So I'm just sitting there like how did we get here? And then I don't like to intrude, and I like to just be the person that listens. Um, and I don't ask too many questions. Because then when I start asking questions, um, I think I get into lawyer mode, and I'm trying to make the math math. And I think that offends people sometimes. The math so I know pe- people that I can have a transparent conversation with and others that I cannot. That's all. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I, I said somebody that, said. I said that because, I'll be honest with you, I said that because um, I've had um, someone tell me that they feel like I'm a runner, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the thing about it is um, I get to the point where if I'm arguing or we're debating about something and 
you're seeing things one way and I'm seeing things another way. I'm okay with that and I'm ready for this conversation to be over. I'm okay with not agreeing with my significant other. I'm okay with us seeing things opposite and it not being the end of the world. I feel like sometimes women just like have to have some type of resolution. And yeah, and the resolution could be us not fucking talking about this shit no more. Because you're seeing things right. I'm seeing things left. Now let's just move forward. Like, all right, that topic right there is just something we're not going to agree on. Maybe not tonight. And it's like three in the morning now and I'm tired. So, um, well, can I challenge your perspective a little bit? Sure. Go ahead. But what if it's not necessarily a resolution that we're looking for? What if as women, sometimes we just want that little small window of reassurance to know that we be from right now, but I got you, you know, I still love you. I don't know what we can do, but I'm willing to try to work on some type of resolution so maybe we both can reach a happy medium. Are you the type that would provide reinsurance or some type of words of affirmation in that moment? Or are you going to just be kind of like, you're agitating me and I'm annoyed, so let's just stop talking? Because if so, that sometimes... As women, we're just more emotional and tend to be a little bit more sensitive than you guys sometimes. So, yeah, I'm probably just talking about this. Yeah, translate. Okay, so all right, all right. I have another question. That body language that you just did and that look that you gave me, as if we were in, as if we were in character, that's going to be your body language. Pretty much. I would be offended if that were me too. Yeah. Offended by many things in my life. (laughs) <laughs> no. you know? Why are you like this? I think no, I had you like, that multiple like, times. I don't want to talk about this shit no more. Because no, like, it was the body language. You should have seen. It was like no, I, I was, it. when you said something. It was like, I caught what I did. It was like I triggered you in that moment. Like you had a slight flashback. I was definitely of being triggered. <laughs> definitely triggered. That's exactly. Yo, that's this my episode exact is so language. real and raw and that's funny. Exactly how my body. Li- Stiffen up. I got a little bit triggered by Stiffen your up. reaction. Then That's I why I'm talking like I got a PhD and I know this motherfucker mad for real now. That's exactly why I asked you. Is that your body language? Because I got triggered like, oh, really? So that's how niggas act? Oh, I bet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The, yo, it was mad ignorant. Your body. Yo, yes. If I, if I were your lady in that moment, I would feel so offended. Like, how dare he? Just look at me like that. It was basically, let me tell you what your body language translated. Shut the fuck up. Don't nobody give a fuck about all that. Let's, yeah, that's Yeah, exactly. because it's like right now, like, it's like the first is in like one day and I got like $5,000 in bills and like this shit we talking about is like really minor. Like, we're arguing about bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, a well, lot how of, do you know it's bullshit? Because I'm, because for n- number one, I'm not a fucking cheater. So when we, okay. if, if I have a girlfriend and we're arguing about something, nine times out of ten it's some bullshit because I ain't, I ain't got caught cheating. And that's the only real serious thing you might need some answers for. What the, think of, tell me one fucking thing. Okay, well, I'm challenging your perspective on tell that. Tell me one thing. Cheating isn't necessarily the only thing that makes women unhappy. Being emotionally unavailable, you not maybe being attentive. Maybe she nope. wants you to tell her that her hair looks nice sometimes. Never or that been she a looks problem good. in my relationship. It'd okay, so those things. It be bullshit. So you do those things all of the time. I do it as much as I can. 
Yo, you're annoying. I'm done with you. You're you're gone. I'm you're out of here. Yo, Yo I'm gonna tell you about your own studio. Yo, you're so fucking nah, difficult, man, bruh. Like, bruh. This is the first time I feel like me and you have gone at it. Yo, <laughs> like finally. Listen. And you kept saying, when were we gonna have a moment? This is our finally our fucking moment. Listen. And you're making me mad now. No, I feel like you taking up for every woman I ever had an argue, argument with in my life. Dear, like dear the exes of Bim, that body language, if you got that body language I just witnessed, sister, whatever you were feeling, I will partially validate that because I don't know the whole story, but I would know the instant feeling by the body language. And you're Listen, doing it again. You're giving me the I look again. I know one thing, right? You're I giving know me this. the look again. I know this. I know me, right? And I know, I know sometimes it's just... <laughs> it's okay for this conversation to just be over. Okay. All right. So we that's a great okay that's that a great segue to my to my next trigger for relationships. A man who basically shuts down. So say as if we are, you know how you might have this little you've been beefing for like a couple of days or something. You know what happens in a relationship. Like, you know, we're just not aligned. You know, you're irritating me, I'm irritating you. But if one person wants to put up the white flag, like, okay, I'm not going to do this, let's have a conversation. A trigger for me is someone who shuts down completely, won't have a conversation, but decides to have conversation with other people about it. That is a trigger for me. Well, I tell my best friend everything, so you already okay, know that. Okay, 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 that's, that's not a problem. Crystal gonna know. There's not, okay. Crystal gonna know regardless. But, okay, but. Whatever you tell your best friend, are you going to tell that to your partner or is it all going to be on the low? Because I don't think well, that that's fair. Well, how I'm about the, like... Yes. Whatever oh, nah, you're going to tell I, your... I, I told, well, I'm you going to tell, tell my partner first. Thank you. So you're not going to go tell your best friend first and then come back and tell your partner, no, and right? No, by the time I talk to Crystal, I part, we, I part, I didn't, we, we done been into it already. So you, I, you already know how I feel about the situation. Okay. So, again, why that's a trigger for me is because I've been in a situations where you're telling someone that, yeah, other people about an issue that you won't bring to me or make me aware of. And that's corny to me. Oh, no, we're not fucking doing it. How I'm going to expect you to, to not do some shit or correct some shit and I ain't told you about it? Yeah, and that, that's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. Yes, and that's so dumb. it's a trigger for me. What are you, a fucking genie? going to look at you a crystal ball? Right. I know. Let's have a conversation. I got my hair or dyed. Like, another what? trigger is I don't like people using the line, but I can't talk to you. That's been used on me before. And I feel like it's a weak mechanism, defense mechanism. Mm. Um, and that's only... I need. I got to cut you off. I'm sorry. But when you're having these discussions with your partners, do you call them weak in the... In, would you no, say it to them I like don't. That? Oh, because I was about to say, that's not conducive to the outcome. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm very much aware of that. Okay. But what I feel like is this. You can't avoid me and say that you can't, you can't talk to me if you haven't had a conversation or I don't like someone predicting what I'm already going to say, or if you're already predicting my reaction because you feel that you know me as your partner, again, it's a weak defense mechanism because you nine times out of ten, you know you're about to come at me with some fuck shit, and then what I'm going to bring back to you, you're not probably going to be able to provide a solid explanation for yourself. Again, I keep telling you, I ask questions that people cannot give me answers to. It happens quite often 
usually in my relationships. And I then get, um, like painted like the bad guy or like I'm a bully because I'm asking you, you a question. I'm not a bully to me. You're an adult. And if I ask you a question, I don't get how you don't have all the answers. But when I let you, but when I fuck? let, but when I let you have the floor and I say He's nothing not and I, it's, and I say nothing and you're just going and you're going and you're going and when it's my turn to talk and I do a recap of what you said so that way I'm showing you I'm seeking clarity and then you start backtracking about what you said and that's not what you mean and then I'm just sitting there like, uh, okay. Yeah, that becomes a problem for me because I love transparency. That's all I want. Don't say things or don't have a conversation with me if you're not able to put it into words where that it's something you can stand on because I don't allow backtracking. If it's coming out of your mouth, you probably felt that shit. Wait, so someone says something to you, they can't say, well, no, I didn't mean it that way and correct what they're saying? To me, in that moment, in that moment, you could have if you didn't really mean it. But if you're going off and you're getting your shit off and I'm letting you just go and go and go, to me, I feel like that's pretty genuine and that's what you feel. Okay. I I can kind of understand that, but it's like sometimes like if you're going in on somebody and there's no resistance, it's just kind of like. It's like uh, a highway with no one on it in the middle of the night. You're just going to, like, speed. Like, just gonna okay. Okay. So then now I'm going to ask you. You never been you never been jamming to the music and fucking went past your fucking exit? Boom. Perfect analogy. Nigga was going in and forgot to get the fuck off and stop. You know what I'm saying? So instead of sitting there, you need to say excuse me or some shit. And then the nigga will shut the fuck up and let you do your thing. Yeah, but see, you can't do that because let let a woman interject and you're cutting me off. So I don't say shit. No, but y'all do be cutting motherfuckers off, I though. don't cut people off. I sit there and I'll let you have at it. You could run your mouth for 35 minutes and I'll sit there and shut the fuck up. Mm. And sit there and really take mental notes of what you're saying. Yeah, so that way I can, again, one, seek clarity. Like, is this what you said? Versus is this what you meant? And then if we have a gray area, I'm going to get angry because it's got to be black or white. You can't be in the gray with me when you're communicating. Like, don't do that. Yo. So you need, to, you need to know what you're saying and know if you mean what you said. you got to get it together. And I feel like the only time people don't have it together is when they know that they're wrong. Mm. Do you always think you're right? No. No, I'll say that I'm wrong if I'm wrong. But my character flaw, I will say when in past relationships, if I said I was wrong, I have always used my own weak-ass defense, and that was years ago and not who I am today. Like, okay, but it was your actions that led up to my reaction. Oh. Yeah, basically. Well. Like, yeah, like, oh, you got See? a problem with my behavior? Well, you did X, Y, and Z, and that's how I respond. So technically, you planted a seed, and then bullshit. you didn't like the way that the plant grew and maybe grew kind of ugly or or whatever, and you planted that nah, seed. See, that'd, and that, that'd be the bullshit, and that's a trigger. 
Now I'm trying to address some shit now. You yes, but with shit. maturity no, and growth. Address your shit on your own fucking time. Don't address nothing with me when I'm trying to address you. No, now I won't do that. That's not fair. What I will. Oh, but I won't, you did. No, what I will say is that okay. Let me give you give you an example of this. So, if you were giving me the silent treatment for like a couple of days, and then you come around and you want to start acting nice. And then I'm just sitting there and I'm not going to conform to acting nice. Mm-hmm. And even if you did something super special for me and I'm, I'm not going to be phased or moved by it. Mm-hmm. And then if you said something like, Oh, like the fuck is wrong with you? Like, really? You're still on that shit. And I'll be like, absolutely. Mm. I sat here for three days while you had a silent treatment. So I might sit here for five days. So yes, that is definitely like asshole slash dickhead energy that I can give. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and I do feel that I want to challenge myself to maybe not be like that. If I do get in um, another relationship, but yes, that's the example I'm making when I'm saying like you started that and I just kind of, followed your lead i mirrored your behavior which is toxic which is a little bit toxic sometimes especially when it's intentional that is when you're mirroring your partner's behavior yes but again that's when i will remind you like you set the tone for how we got here so i'm just keeping it going yeah you want to do silent treatment for three days i'm going to do it for six so (laughs) let's move on to some other triggers because Homegirl sent me a bunch of them and some some real good ones. She said, dating while you're broke or not where you need to be. And that is, um, uh, I think that's a very good one because um, I could kind of see both sides of it. Like, you know, I can understand a woman feeling like, you know, why are you asking me out on dates? Why are you pursuing me if you're not able to take me on dates? Or, you know, out to do you know, fun things or different things like that. But um, um, I could also see the other side of it where, like, you know, where shit, man, I remember being fucked up and I still like women, you know? Like, it's like, damn, it's kind of it's kind of tough. Like, you know, I can't afford the, the seaport right now, but I got these food stamps, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I kind of see both sides of it where it's like, I see where she's coming from. Like, bro, you can't entertain her right now. You probably shouldn't be pursuing her. But still, it's like, so if you're not able to entertain somebody all, like, if your finances ain't really theirs, like, do you not pursue anybody? You just sit home alone? That's kind of depressing. Yeah. I I get it, but then I kind of respect it. Like, I had a cousin who I transitioned um, he moved here almost a year ago from Alabama. Up here. Wait, your cousin transitioned? I meaning transition, meaning like he was in a transitional phase, like I'm trying to find a job. He just oh, moved up here. No, no not like that. Sorry. There. No, 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 no. So when he first got met. here, he was looking for work, and he okay. just was like, uh, I'm not talking to nobody till I get a job. I respected it. Mm-hmm. Why would you be taking people's numbers? You know, just meaning like, I guess I use that word. I'm sorry. I know, geez, the community has turned that word into something yeah. else when that wasn't its original meaning. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I could see why you thought that. But no meaning like, I feel like everybody could have had a uh, some type of period where you had like a rough patch. We won't use transition since that word is, yeah, a rough patch. But, yeah, I think that was the right thing for, for him to do. I think so. Um, but he wasn't saying that that was going to be long-term. You had a goal and you was going to fix it. So I think, 
So a woman that brought that to you, I think we talked about this briefly off air that I don't know her, but I felt like I could resonate with her about why she would find that to be a trigger because say as if you've been in a relationship with someone that was um, having a rough patch and okay, you did start dating them in the early stages, but you're noticing that there's been an extension to that rough patching. They're mm-hmm. not really getting to the bag. Um, in the time frame that you figured that they should, and then you may be paying for stuff, or maybe you even have helped them with certain things, and then maybe eventually they started doing something, maybe not showing gratitude or not treating you with respect or texting another woman or cheating or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after that, you could be a little traumatized where it is a, tr- a trigger where the next broke nigga that come around, you'd be like, ooh, I'm a little uncomfortable. Like, I don't know about you. <laughs> uh, you might have to slide on off somewhere. So I get where she's coming from because, right. I mean, I don't put a number on how someone's bag should be, but <clears throat> I do personally feel that Having a man that really has, like, I mean, nothing. Like, he's down bad. He will make me un- uncomfortable. I couldn't date him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'll be kind of weird because it's like, how do you like me so much? And I'm sitting here and I'm working. And you see I'm ambitious. And you just sit back and you just be chilling. Like, <laughs> I would be, yeah, school over. Like, what is going on here? Like, I don't think I'm that cool of a girl. I don't know why you're still interested. Like, what? Like to me, it's like you need to ask that person, like, how are you supposed to show up in my life and add value at this point? And if he could find an explanation, yeah, I would block abort mission altogether. If he could really, like, give me a PowerPoint presentation about how he feels he should add value to my life when you know you're not ambitious or you don't, have money or don't have certain things and you really feel like you should be the man for me and if you can really be okay with that that's a little scary right because I think for myself and what I want and I'm sure I I don't think I'm speaking for someone I don't know I think naturally a woman wants to know that somebody got her just like I feel like fellas should think the same thing I'm sure for you wouldn't you say you would like to know that if something happened to you, but I mean, based off of conversations, I don't think that would be your circumstance at all. But let's just say worst case scenario, you're like, hey, um, hey, you know, I don't know, pay a bill or something for me. I don't know. Um, yeah, or maybe pay a bill for me and then I'll give it back to you like in three or four days, like to know that she can do that for you. Right. I'm sure that would make you feel good. Of course, it would never be the expectation like, oh, she she has to or you wouldn't ask. But knowing you have a woman that is that willing it, yeah. and able. Right, right, right. I think so. Yeah, that yeah, that's a comforting feeling. That's yeah, good, it's good to know. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely good to know. And you don't have to put a number on that. That's that's why I want to make myself clear, like. I'm not that type of female that's sitting out here when we're talking about broke. Because then we're like, well, what is broke? I'm not going to shit on a dude that makes 55K. I make more than that. But I'm not going to shit on him for making it. If he can treat me nice, and I'm sure that he doesn't have, like, all these kids or he lives a minimalist lifestyle, he could do a little bit of something, I guess. Um, you know. Depends. Yeah, but depends. depends like what time Yeah, it depends on stuff like that. My point exactly. But again, I wouldn't call him broke, but there definitely are some women that will say he's broke as fuck. I wouldn't put him in that Whole category. Time they don't even make fifty five thousand. Crazy thing about it. Moving right along. Ooh. Moving right spicy. Along. 
So the next one, lack of trust, we're going to skip that because I think that goes yeah, along it's with um, something else that we did. Um, triggers, triggers, triggers. A woman touching my phone mm. that was sent in by my older bro. A woman touching my phone. Um, um, for me, um, I don't know if that's going to really be a trigger for me because ain't nothing in it. So if you go in it, I wouldn't know because there's nothing for you to be upset about. I mean, if someone wanted to go through my phone, I would just could hand it over to them at the drop of a hat. Yeah, be I mean, to talk if you're about. in a relationship and um, there's nothing in your phone, and someone and your significant other goes through, then there's there's no conversation because you don't know they even went through, right? But I could also see, I guess, maybe why someone might feel like it's intrusive because it depends on like, are you like going going through it, like reading every text message thread between family members and shit like that. I could see why that maybe could be um, could be a trigger for someone. If but I if you are saying that it's a trigger just because you've been caught cheating that way, I'm not certain. Uh, I don't say I about that. I don't give a fuck. But, yeah. If I think my girlfriend's cheating, I'm going in that phone. Okay. Going through a phone will save a life, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm going in that phone. It'll save a life. It'll get you a lot of answers. Okay. And if you ain't doing nothing, you'll never know. Like I just said, you'll never know. I went through that phone. You know what I'm saying? You know, if I think you scoonting, if the scoon thinks she's going to be a scoon and still be with me, she made a sad mistake. Ain't happening. It is not fucking happening. Um, I got another one. Um, Why men with less money get upset when a woman is more interested with a man with money, whether a woman is broke or not? Um... That's not really a trigger. That's more of like a topic. So we can hold. Uh, I'm gonna pause that one. I'm gonna keep that for another time. Um. Okay. Um, I have another um trigger that someone had sent me. Okay. They said that they get triggered when they meet a guy and the guy is like overly like into them within a short amount of time, like mm. telling her like oh like you're just so dope or you're just mm-hmm. so this and sometimes she'd be thinking like okay i know i'm cool but i ain't that cool so what's up like why are you like, you don't even know me to that extent to really determine if i'm all those things that you're saying you know so just i mean but what the person knows you for at that time that that could be why he thinks you're that dope right um she might have attachment issues the other way like not she attaches too quick like she Wants to think long, like and nobody really has time for that. <laughs> okay, no, so like, if you I'm so like, if you were talking to someone, you would be very open about what you think about them and transparent. Um, typically yes. Um, I'm not like gonna be all like clingy. You right. know what I'm saying unless like that's like a mutual thing, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm right. I'm, I'm busy, bro. I don't really be having time to even really be like clinging really like, you know, you can see me in the evening or the night on the weekends, but gotcha. I'm busy and like, you know, most women have kids and shit, so they and jobs, I hope so. And so they're busy too, so it doesn't always you know, it doesn't always um work. Mhm. Um, as far as if I wanted to be all clingy up on a shorty, but I, yeah, I don't really have a problem expressing 
to someone how I feel about it. I'm like, yo, you're, you're mad dope, whoop de whoop. Like, you know, been through X, Y, Z without saying it, you know, thinking it like, damn, I just went through all this bullshit with this whoever or and now I met this person and she's completely different. Like, yeah, that's like, gotcha. oh, that's dope. I wouldn't necessarily verbalize, oh, X, Y, Z did X, Y, Z to me. Right. But, um, yeah, like, yeah, that's cool. I don't know. You got to check on your, f- that was a friend that sent that to you? Or is that a, someone random? Yes, friend. Okay, check on your friend. <laughs> your friend needs to be checked on. To check on your friend. Yeah, um, like, don't you, like, you want a nigga all about you? Like, girls, like, what are you on? I don't know, but you know that there's a term called love bombing. There are people right. who have insecurities, and it kind of ties into what we had talked about that last episode, that they, um, they want people to kind of pour into them, so instead they just dump all onto people. Like, I'm just going to tell people all these good things. And sometimes... They think it's because it's what you want to hear. It's not really what they believe. So you have to be. You and your friend been through some shit. Who is you? You and your friend. That wouldn't be me. That wouldn't be me. That wouldn't be me. Your friend. I've never been loved bombed. I've never been loved bombed. She sounds like she's been been through some things, and she should work on that. Cause um, not want like I think that's what a lot of women want. Women want to know and be. As you were saying, reassured. But you know, here's the thing. But who cares why they call it a love bomb? Because it sounds like it's love, and then it kind of blows up in your face, because then eventually they treat you completely different. But how does she know she doesn't people. give it a chance? Because that's why it's a trigger, because you think of that last person you were with that came in the door like mm-hmm. that, and you're just like, uh-oh. So she's bringing baggage, and that's okay, because she's... I woman, wouldn't right? call it that. Well, for... We all bring baggage to a certain degree. If you have a, if you're triggered by something, that is potential baggage. I think triggers are never a bad thing. Baggage isn't necessarily always a bad thing as long as it's managed. That's my perspective. I feel like everybody has some type of past. Everybody probably has something they did in a past relationship that they may not have been um, proud of. Anyone who sits here and says that they were the ideal partner and showed up that way every day for the other person, they're lying and they cannot be trusted. Well, I was never the problem. If you can, yeah, I I remember that real. I was never the problem. Oh, I agree. I was never ever, the not, problem never. long term. No, I, never, I will never not, say that. Ever, never, but, not ever. But, ever, not never. Yeah, but to say that I didn't have fl- flaws um, in certain relationships or stuff that I probably could have handled a little better, mm-hmm. absolutely, I can be accountable in that in that aspect. Um, or just to sit here, uh, another trigger that came from another female. She said her biggest trigger is meeting like a new dude and they have nothing positive to say about women from their past. It's a trigger for her. Mm. It's giving like maybe low key narcissism. Like, oh, okay, so nobody, everybody else does everything wrong. And you do nothing wrong. Hmm, that's interesting. So, in defense of the brothers. I know that since, from my experience, since women tend to be a little bit more sensitive and a little bit more emotional than men, when you come around talking about the good things you've been through or the good things about previous relationships, women tend to not like that. Well, oh, if you speak highly of your ex? Well, why don't you go get the bitch then? Or why don't you go be with her? 
we're sitting here having a good time. All you want to do is talk about this bitch. Like, yeah. Like, there's, there's women out there like that. Like, yeah, if you say, like, oh, I, I remember, like, oh, we went to Six Flags. Like, well, now we're never going to Six Flags together. Like, you know, like, oh, me and my ex came here. It was a good time. Like, why the fuck would I be, why, no. Check on your friends. But, okay, I think what they're saying is, like, if you don't have anything, pause. I don't think they're looking for you to gas her up. Mm-hmm. And like you said, now I can see if someone kept gassing an ex up, yeah, to have that, that would be a valid response to be like, oh, yeah, why don't you just be with the bitch? Why aren't you still with her? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I think, again, it's all about the wording and it's all about the delivery. That if you just said something like, you know, one thing I could appreciate about my ex, okay, is like, she always held it down in the kitchen. Like, she always cooked. I thought that was dope. I think that is just a great way. I don't see why anyone would get jealous about that. What if the, bitch can't, what if the, the new bitch can't cook? Well, then that's her problem. Then she's going to be triggered in that moment, and then that's a her problem. But her problem can become my problem just like that. You're right. So... That is the that I believe that's the reasoning behind. And why you know what? I'm not going to argue on that because I'm not a man. Aren't gonna. I'm not and, a man. And, and as a man, I'm going to say I, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't care to hear the bad things about your ex, the bad things you've been through with him. Like I'll listen to it. Like I don't really, you know, I'm not like sitting here like, oh, drag this guy. Tell me everything y'all been through. Whoop de whoop. But at the same time, like I certainly don't want to hear that. Um all the good things either like i don't, I don't want to hear you and i don't i don't expect you to to drag him like i'm saying like i don't expect you to make this guy to be the devil but at the same time i don't want to hear you talk speaking like this nigga's fucking like he still has a chance with you you, you mind now That's but see you, i guess it's now. all about you know people like, I, but i she's meaning like early stages like you know when people it comes up like about the ex meaning like literally we just i think that's when numbers. it's talked about most in the early stages we kind of get that for me particularly. I, I don't get like to talk about exes. I honestly don't give a fuck about your ex. As long as you weren't beating the fuck out of her or something weird like that. That's breezy. I don't get, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, or you didn't go steal all this money out of her account or something. Yeah, like aside from it's that. FDIC insured. <laughs> Got to. Yeah. Yeah, so aside from that, like I really don't know what I can do with that information. Um I mean, just sometimes. So, so, so I've 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 been out um on first dates or early on, and someone posed the question like, "Well, why are you single?" Oh, well, <laughs> can we get a large bucket of popcorn? It's, now it's 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 a it's a it's a story to tell, you know. Um, so maybe not you, but it, it comes up from for, for me particularly. I would say. Most women I've dealt with in my life, um, yeah, I tend to talk about why I'm no longer with my ex, and you know, and 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 what happened, and different things like that. Um, but um, you know, I I think it kind of gets out of the way early on. See, and I'm you know, completely and we, different and, and from you. Really if I was on a first date anymore. and a guy asked not, me, not necessarily first, well, date. not first date, or just texting early on, or if texting. If a guy asks me, why am I single? Or, yeah, how long have you been single? And I'll be like, oh, you know, almost three years. And then she's like, why? It's like, I haven't found anybody I'm in alignment with. I don't do the ex thing. And then I hit, and then, and then, and then he hit you with the, well, how long was that relationship? 
Okay. And then I will say uh, six and a half years. Six and a half years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then what happened? Yeah. And then it always, it gets shut down real quick because I always say my last relationship was a marriage. I'm divorced. It's really nothing to talk about too much after that. Except the, the most the most popular I was getting ready to say the most popular question I've gotten has been um who filed for divorce. I don't know why that matters to men. And I'll say I did. You're like, why? Oh, and then I'm telling you, this is exactly how it goes. It's the predictable responses, which is why I don't like talking about it and I get agitated. Oh, why? What he cheated? No, it's not just infidelity, it was infidelity and also uh, poor finances as well. Oh, yes. And then we sit there and then it gets really awkward after that. And then I have a hard time carrying a conversation and sometimes they do too. And that's why I don't like talking about it. Like, can we not? So can we not? See, when I'm saying that poor finances, when when you say the poor finances, the first thing a nigga start thinking is like, damn. See what I'm saying? Do I got enough money for it? You know what I'm saying? Like, but see, that's where it's perceived. It's a shutdown, and there is never follow-up questions. It's already an assumption. And I guess maybe I'm getting a little bit indignant the longer I'm being single. I feel like I don't owe too many explanations. If I made the conscious decision to divorce someone, it means I wanted no parts of the marriage. You should respect that. And I tell people all the time, too, when they say, oh, I'm sorry, I'd be like, don't ever be sorry for me. Be happy for me. It was like getting out of prison. Yeah, that's. I, Please I, don't. Oh, Please shit. don't. Please don't. <laughs> I was. I was now? released. Yes, You've been I out was. For three years. Well, if we're talking about on paper, it's only been about a full year. COVID dragged the fuck out of that shit. Okay. But either way, um, it doesn't so was, matter. You, you was out on probation. Yes. For two years, basically. Okay. Yes. And you've been and off paper. Yes. You've been off papers for a year now. So, yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's well, good yes. Thing. So yeah, Congrats. exactly. So that's how. How I feel, and I think sometimes that makes things things awkward. I tell people all the time, there's a huge difference between getting back out here and dating after regular versus when it's like a marriage. Because then I got a whole nother obstacles I got to think about. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to get married again. What if that person does? I don't want to have any more kids ever again either. So you want me to? Yeah, do it? kids is definitely yeah. So no, so yeah. yeah nah. So then it's kind of like that uh-uh. too. I'm not doing that. It's it's been a rough road. Yeah. Marriage, I'm open to, but uh, kids, I'm offset. So. Yes. Yeah. Kids, I'm definitely all set. So, um, I think we covered... Um, yeah, I don't think I have any more. I was looking. I yeah, a lot of them, more. like, tied into, like, the same thing. They, like, right. had all of branches. So, I don't really think there's any more. And then we had a bunch of little, um, you know, side conversations that we were able to mm-hmm. segue to. So, um, loved having you here once again. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome. And... Um, Tell the people where to find you. You can find me on Instagram at K the Rebel. And um, don't look for her anywhere else. Just on Instagram. <laughs> Stop saying that. And I guess I don't know. I'm on Facebook. I don't even Shout know your my name. Channel is. out. Yeah. Are you, you, you? I don't have no YouTube channel. You don't have your podcast on YouTube. We no, gotta I talk sure about don't. that next time you come up here. Can we not? No. If you okay. what? Right. So she doesn't want to talk about her. No, this podcast. is your space. That's nah, why cool. I feel out of respect. It's I your space. I ain't no hater. No. Anyways, um, at K the Rebel on Instagram or at TCBL Podcast, you can go to my podcast page on Instagram to find out where to listen to episodes or see the content. And y'all already know who the fuck I am. I'm out of here. <laughs>